the Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. This episode of Your Safe Space is brought to you by Elite 11. Elite 11 is one of my favourite Australian sporting and activewear brands and you can shop Elite 11 now with the code ADELLE10 at Elite11Sporting.com or by downloading their app. Welcome to Your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything and on today's show, we are talking about ageing and getting older. Hello guys, happy Sunday. How are you going today? How has your week been? How has your weekend been? I hope that you've had a good week. I hope that there are some good things coming to you next week as well. I am very excited to do this episode and I don't know about you, but I feel like I've been talking about doing this for a little while and we are finally here. And before we get into it, I do want to go through our highlights, our gratitudes and our struggles. And so while I give you mine, I want you to think of yours, hold some space for that and just reflect and sit with whatever comes up for you. Of course, come into the Facebook group where you can leave yours. Every Monday, I put a post up and I ask you to leave them in there. I do that because I like reading what you guys have going on. I feel like it builds our relationship. I feel like I get to know you. This week, we had so many comments about the Harry Styles concert. A lot of you seem to have either gone to Harry Styles. Most of you went to Harry Styles. Some of you went to Ed Sheeran. And I loved that you guys had shared that with me. And the Harry Styles concert was all over my For You page on TikTok. And I actually had FOMO for the first time in a long time. And I regret not buying a ticket. So I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you savored it. And I hope that your Harry Styles post-concert blues are not too bad and are starting to ease. Now, I'm going to jump into mine. I think I will start with the struggle first because I like doing the bad than the good. And so my struggle is my period is late. And sorry, Derek, I've got producer Derek in the studio uh, here, but uh, my PMS is ongoing. Definitely not pregnant. Haven't had sex. And yeah, a bit TMI this morning. I don't know what is going on, guys. I think it might be stress. I came off the back of like a very large February. And I think because I was just so stressed all the time, maybe it's like manifested into this and maybe my cortisol was high. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go have a blood test soon, maybe this week, because I've also been feeling really tired. So maybe my iron is low and I think I need to slowly work on getting myself back to a better baseline in terms of just reducing that stress and trying to channel some calm energy and do some more self-care, I think. And then my highlight, I caught up with one of my best friends last Sunday. I went to her new house. She lives in Gisborne. I have never been to Gisborne and sad that I have never been there. It's not too far. It's about a 49, 50 minute drive from mine. And she moved out there about three weeks ago. She's got a new puppy as well. And it was so nice. Firstly, Gisborne is beautiful. I had no idea how like stunning it was. It's like a little country town. And I drove past the sign that said town center and it just seemed very peaceful out there. And so if I have any Gisborne listeners from your safe space, hello, you live in a very cute part of uh, Victoria. And my friend, it was just so nice to spend quality time with her. I hadn't seen her since last year. And she also obviously had a new puppy, which was very cute, little Charlie. She's a little blue staffy. And oh, 
it made me want another dog. She's got a puppy. Sam also got a mini dash hound. Sam is YouTube editor and everyone around me just has a new dog in their life. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should get a second one. But I'm like, no, Adele, not right now. It's not the right time. But I was really grateful to spend some time with her. And I felt like it was a small step in the right direction because that was like the first Sunday I didn't do any work. I didn't do any editing. I didn't do any planning. I just posted about the podcast episode dropping. I posted about the vlog dropping, but I just really tried to take a step back to try and create some separation and a better work-life balance. And then my gratitude goes to the gym. So I finished my gym program this week and it's actually the first time I've completed a program since I quit my job. Some of you are going to be like, that doesn't make sense because you're always at the gym. No, I'm not always at the gym. I try to go four times a week at a minimum, but During last year when I was doing a lot of travel, Christmas, New Year's events, things like that, the gym was the first thing to start slipping. So some weeks I did three days, other weeks I did two days. Sometimes I would start a program and then I'd not train for a whole week and then I'd have to start the program again. And so I was in a really poor cycle kind of sticking to a routine, but I finished it and I'm so grateful. And I'm just really happy that I can move my body like that. I'm grateful that my body allows me to do something that makes me feel so good. And I'm also grateful to you guys. So the gym and then you, because I got invited to fashion week this week. And I'm hyper aware that I only get to go to fashion week or any other event because of you. I know that I get invited because of my platform. And so I feel like we got invited to fashion week and I am very nervous. I haven't obviously been. It's Tuesday that I'm recording this. This episode will come out on Sunday. But yeah, I almost didn't go because I was freaking out a little bit about an outfit and it's not that serious, Adele. So I'm going to go. I'm going to try and enjoy it and hopefully it will be a good time. I'll take you guys along and yeah, we can see what it's like. It's the first time I've been invited, you know, as a content creator. I say content creator because I reject the term influencer, but let's get into the show. Today's show will run like this. I will unpack getting older and aging and some of the struggles that sit behind it. We will go through what I've been struggling with, what you guys have been struggling with, because I asked for your help again. And then we have a little bit of a break because we've got a show sponsor. And then when we come back, we will talk about all of the good things about getting older. And I will give you some practical tips on how to navigate this if it is something you struggle with. Now, the first half of the show does carry a trigger warning. We will be discussing grief, death, and fertility. And if you were triggered by this episode, please call Lifeline on 131114 or check the show notes for further support. Now, let's get into it. I might cry in this episode, just a warning. I really wanted to do it after my therapy appointment last week. So thank you for your patience. I think that it might be a bit therapeutic for me doing this. I think planning it, made me cry. I cried while I was writing the run sheet for this episode. And so it might be an episode that I even come back and listen to over and over. And where this is all coming from, I think it's because I'm about to turn 30. It's triggered a lot for me. It's triggered a lot, which I'll go through in a second. And I also just want to add that I don't think I'm old. If you were listening to this and you were older than 30, I'm not calling you old. I'm not calling myself old. I just want to unpack the feeling of getting older because I think it is something that I've struggled with before and it is something that you guys were struggling with too. And so the definition of aging is to grow old or older. And there is also two fears related to this. So there is a fear of getting old, which is called gerontophobia. 
And that is a fear of age-related death. And then there is gyroscophobia, which is an abnormal or incessant fear of growing older and aging. And so I'm not saying that I'm suffering from this fear or that you're suffering from this fear. I'm just trying to provide some more context. And it is quite common. Many of us will in our lifetime struggle with a fear of getting older or just the thought of getting older. And whether it is a fear of loss that is driving this or fears based on cultural and society stereotypes that are continually reinforced by the world around us, One example that I'm going to give to you is the trillion-dollar anti-aging industry, which makes its income by creating fear around aging. We see it in advertising. We see it on social media. And the other element is we are also living a lot longer now compared to older generations. Our life expectancies have increased. And so naturally, I understand why some of us would be struggling. Now, I did poll you guys to see where you were sitting at with this. And I want to unpack that before we get into the nitty gritty. So I did ask you guys how old you were and I did this poll on your safe space. So we have nearly 10,000 followers on there. I was thinking I should have done the polls from my own Instagram, but I'm learning for next time. So we have 14% of listeners aged 13 to 19. We have 53% of listeners aged 20 to 26. We have 29% aged 27 to 33, and then we have 4% aged 33 and over. I then asked you guys how you feel about getting older. 10% of you said that you were happy and excited. 51% of you said, okay, not bad and not good. 28% of you said that you were sad, dull, or worried. And 11% of you said, I have no thoughts about this. I would have voted in the uh, sad, dull or worried. (laughs) And then I asked you if your view of aging has changed with time. 35% of you said that you have become more at peace with it. 47% of you said that it had started to worry you more. And 18% of you said your view hasn't changed because you don't think about it. As I said, I definitely feel a bit sad at the moment and it's something that I have been struggling with since, I'm going to say Christmas, (laughs) and I know what triggered it. I saw a fucking TikTok that said, if you were born in 1993, this is your last Christmas in your 20s. And I was like, it was like a little stab to the heart. I hadn't even thought about that. And then I saw that TikTok. I was like, fuck you. I didn't want to see that. And so that kind of triggered it for me. And then if I look back to the rest of my life, I can very clearly see I probably struggled going into my early 20s when I was like 18, 19, because I felt a little bit lost. I felt a bit lost with my identity and like who I was. And I was also, if before that, before I hit my 18, 19, 20 mark as a teen or, or young child, I was in such a hurry to grow up. I used to like write in my journal that I can't wait to be older. I can't wait to have responsibilities. I can't wait to drive. I can't wait to be an adult. I was in such a hurry to grow up. And so I can definitely see the patterns in my history. And I just want to verbalize some of the things I've been struggling with. And this is just so that I can like validate and obviously share with you guys. I'm going to share mine first and then I'm going to share yours because I asked you guys for your input as well. So the main thing that has been coming up for me has been grief which is grief over the life that I thought I was going to have. Now, timelines, we all know them. They're fucking bullshit. But it almost feels like I failed in a way because I haven't achieved the things I thought I would achieve by turning 30. 
Turning 30 is a milestone age. And I think society has put so much pressure on us to be at certain places, to have done certain things by a certain age. And I think, yes, society did that, but then I've gone and internalized those thoughts. And what is so jarring to me is that I went to my dad's 30th. And some of you listening to this are going to be like, what the fuck? Yes, I was seven years old at my dad's 30th. My parents had kids very young. I vividly remember my dad's 30th. I know what outfit I wore. I know what every single person in my family wore. That's how vividly I remember it. And I remember telling him that he was an old man. (laughs) And I'm sorry, dad, you're not old. And no one that's 30 is old. I'm not old as well. 30 is not what 30 used to be now. And with this grief, I guess I've been feeling quite sad and, you know, my life not turning out the way that I thought it would. So I've just been trying to navigate that. At the same time, I know some of you listening will be like, but Adele, like you've done so much and achieved so much. And I know that I'm so hyper aware of all of the good things I have. I'm not saying my current life is shit, but there definitely is an element of grief there that I need to acknowledge because it hasn't turned out the way that I thought. And I'll go on to my next point, which has been struggling with death and people passing away and the feeling that life is so short. Now, my papal passed away in June last year. You guys would have remembered that. And about three weeks ago, my dad's uncle passed away. And I think if you have faced death close to you, you would know it is a very harsh reminder that life is so short. Life is so long and so short at the same time. It's just a real reminder that we don't live forever. And for me, I've been noticing that my thought has been, oh my God, like, does that mean my yaya is going to pass away soon? Or the rest of her sisters will pass away soon? Or fuck, does that mean my parents are closer to passing away? And so the thought of getting older and dying is definitely there. I've then been struggling with thinking about my fertility, which makes me so angry. And I know anger is a secondary emotion, but I have never known that I wanted to have children. I don't think I've really spoken about it properly on any of my platforms. I get asked quite a lot and it pisses me off that I get asked. But yeah, I still don't know if I want to have them. But I guess turning 30, I'm hyper aware that I have a biological clock. I'm hyper aware that that biological clock is ticking. And I don't want to have to think about it. I guess that's where my anger comes from because it's frustrating that I even have to contemplate that at this point in my life. But hitting 30 is another harsh reminder that my time is running out. I probably have to make some decisions in the next two to three years. And I told myself, because I did actually see a gynecologist when I was about 27, I had some other health issues going on there with my ovaries and stuff like that. And I said to her, you know, at that point I had just come out of a relationship as well. And I had said, look, I'm really unsure about kids and I'm not sure if I want them. Like, what are my chances? What's the situation? And she said, look, until you hit 35, your chances of having children are okay. If you know you want to have them before then, I recommend freezing your eggs. And if you don't want to have children, that's fine. Do nothing. And so I'm probably going to give myself to about, I don't know, 33. That's kind of the timer in my head. We'll see where my life is at then. If I'm single and I don't want kids, then I will make peace with that choice. If I think about freezing my eggs and that seems like a good option, I might start that at that point. And maybe I might be in a relationship by then. So maybe 
as a couple, we decide that we don't want kids or maybe as a couple, we decide that we do want kids, but it's just frustrating that I have to have that in my brain right now. I don't want to have to worry about that. And yeah, that's just been sitting there lingering. And then lastly, the physical changes. So I've had gray hairs since I was about 27, 28. I used to have blonde highlighted hair and I believe that I probably had gray hairs even earlier. My dad went gray at like 20 something. And so I couldn't see the gray hairs when I had blonde highlights, but since dyeing my hair dark, you can definitely see them. And so I've also noticed that and then fine lines in my face, my skin changing. I feel like even like the structure of my face is changing a little bit. And I've also lately been dropping some serious cash on skincare, panic buying some products, if you will, eye creams, retinol, moisturizers, that skincare industry, that anti-aging industry has me wrapped around its little fucking finger, basically. And then I'm also getting Botox after this episode. So I'm going to go see Lauren to sort that out for me after this. I've been getting that for a little while, just very quickly on that. I'm hyper aware that when you guys see me doing something, you might think that you need to do it. You don't have to get Botox. I'm getting it because I want to. It's a very personal choice. I look at it as something on par with like dyeing my hair or getting my nails done. It's not that deep for me, but don't do it because I do it. Wrinkles are okay. Getting old is okay, but I am just not in a place where I can accept them on myself right now. So I will continue to do what makes me feel better about it. And so On this, I asked you guys what you're struggling with because they're the main things coming up from me, but obviously you guys have your own struggles. And so I'm going to read some of them out. And just so you guys know, this was the most amount of responses I have ever received on a question box on your safe space, literally ever. You guys literally filled it. And a lot of you are feeling the same, which just makes me feel better because like, hey, we're not alone. So here they are. Knowing that we only live once and can never be young again. Feeling lost and unsure about my identity. Realizing that our parents are getting older. Feeling like I lost my early 20s, all of my fun years to COVID. That came up so much. And just so all of you know, all of you in your early 20s or mid 20s now, I know it may feel like you lost time, but I promise you, you still have more. The pressure to have kids when I feel like I'm still a kid. I'm 34 at the moment. I can resonate with that. Worries that my body won't be able to do the same thing that it does now. I feel like I am running out of time. I'm worried that I won't be around for my son one day. This one made me laugh. I wanted to be 18 so badly, but now I've got hella bills and I have to pay for my car. (laughs) It gets worse. It gets worse the older you get, I promise, with that, with bills and paying for shit. Feeling like I need to be successful and have my career figured out. I feel the pressure to settle down. I have so much anxiety surrounding the decision to have kids. All of my friends are having them and I'm single. I'm worried about menopause and weight gain. I'm worried about not owning a home yet. I'm worried about not having kids yet. I'm worried about not being married yet. I'm worried because I'm still single. I'm mostly worried about dying and what my health will look like when I get older. And then they put 50 to 60 in brackets. This one made me cry. My current life changing. I'm so happy being with my family. I feel that quite deeply. And we've got a few more guys. Stay with me. That I don't have enough time with my loved ones. 
I was once told that a woman's value decreases as they age, but a man's will increase. I was told that too. It makes me sad. I feel like society, TV, movies, social media kind of pushes that as well. Feeling out of touch with people in their early 20s and feeling uncool. (laughs) I had this last week. Someone commented on one of my videos and was like, this is giving millennial. (laughs) And I was like, that's because I am a millennial. This one is quite sad, but I think it's important that I read it out. My brother passed when he was 29. It feels wrong to get closer and surpass his age. I will turn 27 this year. And I'm really sorry to that listener. I'm sure there are so many other listeners out here that can relate to losing people in their family and then, you know, passing, passing that age and dealing with that grief as you continue to live your life. Dating and putting pressure on myself rather than dating and just being able to have fun. I feel that as well. Not having enough super to retire. This. I'm going to do another episode on super purely because a lot of our listeners are women and statistics will say and the research shows that women will retire with less super in their savings because um, of taking time out of the workforce to potentially have kids and things like that. And super is really important. So that is something I want to talk about down the track. Losing loved ones as they age. Aging isn't what scares me. It's dying. Worry that I'm not achieving enough and I'm in a constant rush to achieve more. And then the last one, which was really cute. I'm worried that I will lose my young girl self. Being a young woman is a magical experience. And guys, I just want to say thank you for sharing those with me. I know this is a heavy topic and I know it can be triggering. And I just wanted to read those out so that you can feel validated, so that you know that you're not alone, so that you know that other people listening to this podcast or in this community feel the same way. As always, I'm not just going to give you one side to something. I will give you the other side to it. I will give you that balance and I'm going to give you some practical tips and we will leave this episode on a high note. I'm going to jump into today's show sponsor message and then I'll be right back after that. Here is a word from today's sponsor. You guys know I live in my activewear and one of my favorite activewear brands and loyal supporters of the show, Elite 11, is sponsoring today's episode of Your Safe Space. I'm a huge fan of them and their team and we have been working together for a while now. Their pieces are a staple in my wardrobe. You guys would see me in my Elite 11 activewear at the gym and more recently you would have seen me in that beautiful unitard, that short black one. I don't have it on today. I wanted to wear it, but it's in the wash and I will be living in that just so everybody knows. But what I love about Elite 11 is that they have something for us all. They stock women's and men's products ranging up to 3XL in sizing and they have a range of different pieces that cater to everyone. You can find performance ranges, lifestyle pieces and loungewear products to find comfort and style in any activity. You can shop Elite 11 now with the code ADELLE10 at Elite11Sporting.com or by downloading their app. This code is not an affiliate one, but it will save you some money. And thank you so much again to Elite 11 for making this episode of Your Safe Space possible. Now, guys, you didn't think I was going to make us all cry in the first half of the show and leave it there. Not at all. Not at all. We're not doing that. We're going on a journey today. And so... 
as I said, I think it's important we validate ourselves and it is not all doom and gloom. There is some beauty in aging. I'm going to share with you a little bit of research and some of the things I love about getting older and then some of the things you guys love about getting older. Research has shown that many older people tend to be happier than younger ones. A director from Stanford Center commented, people's goals and reasoning change as they come to appreciate their mortality and recognize that their time on earth is limited. When people face endings, they tend to shift from goals about exploration and expanding horizons to ones about savoring relationships and focusing on meaningful activities. So here are the things that I personally love about getting older. I feel wiser and more equipped to handle life. An example of that is breakups. You know, I think back to my first heartbreak and then I think to the last one that I had. And by the last one, I was like a seasoned professional because you learn, you gain that wisdom, you gain that life experience. Secondly, I am so comfortable now in who I am and I feel way more secure than I did in my early 20s. My confidence is better. My relationship with food is better. My relationship with my body is better. I also care less what people think of me. And thank God, otherwise I probably wouldn't be doing this for a job. I am more self-aware. I also finally fucking went to therapy. Adele in her early 20s wouldn't have done that. I know my capability. I know my skills. I know my experience. I am so much more self-compassionate. And thank God, my friendships are better. My career is better. I have adult money. (laughs) If you're a struggling uni student right now, I feel you. Don't worry. You will have adult money one day. I'm also more grateful and so grateful for all of the little things. You guys would see it daily, but there is not a moment where I take something for granted. The best thing and the last thing I want to say for me anyway is to live a long life is a blessing. And I noticed that when my papu passed away, he was only 84. I say he was only 84. But my yaya's brother, my dad's uncle was 93. And I thought to myself, wow, that is such a long life to live. That is the goal. I mean, hopefully I get to live a long life, but life could really be cut short at any moment. We could be having our last day on earth and not even know. And so seeing it as a blessing and not something to be worried about is something I'm trying to channel. And then I asked you guys what you thought the best thing was about getting older. And so here they are. Not sweating the little things, having independence, all of the life lessons, really becoming yourself, more experience and life growth, a better relationship with my parents. I'm hoping that I don't get that you look 16 card for much longer. (laughs) I can relate to that so much. I feel like whenever I say my age on TikTok, people are like, oh my God, you're not 29. Like 29 is meant to be great, full gray, full wrinkles and whatever else. And I'm like, yes, I am. But like, come on. And they say, oh, you look early 20s. I'm like, no, I definitely don't feel early 20s. Realizing that I can accomplish anything in my life, seeing how my perspective has changed and how I have become more open-minded. I get to explore all of my interests. My prefrontal cortex has finally developed. (laughs) Seeing my children and future grandchildren grow up. Looking back at hindsight and reacting better to situations, yes. Maturing emotionally. Looking back at all the silly little mistakes that actually ended up being okay. I love that too. I appreciate time. 
I love that. Having my babies and watching them grow up. Time is a resource we won't ever get back. Appreciate it. Being grateful for another year because not everyone gets that and it's something to be grateful for. Appreciating everything that my parents sacrificed and did for me. Backing myself more and reparenting myself. Getting to celebrate all the special birthdays. I realize what is and isn't important. I realize no one knows what the fuck they are doing either. (laughs) And that it's really not that serious in the grand scheme of things. And I love that so much because it's true. And I think, I don't know, maybe it is something that has just been coming up for me as I've gotten older, but I don't know. I don't know like what the purpose is. I think we're here for a short time. Let's try and enjoy it while we're here. Let's try and make the most of it. I also wanted to end on those nicer comments so that you guys can see there is dark and light. There is good and bad to this. And I would urge you to focus more on the good things. Both things are valid. Both things are important. But I'm going to give you a practical activity and some tips for the next time you maybe feel like you're having more of those bad things come up for you because I know what it's like. And I feel like we always embrace uncomfortable shit on this podcast. I would never get on here and tell you just focus on the good stuff. I want to give you practical tips to like work through it. So the first tip is to acknowledge it. And I think you guys have probably even seen it with me. I knew something was going on. It's been going on since January. I only really brought it up to my psych last Monday and it was just brewing, brewing away. But only after talking to her, only after journaling it out, I felt better. And I would say, use the emotion wheel. I've spoken about that in some older podcasts that has all of the emotions on there. Pick whatever it is that you're feeling and write it down. Label it. Make sure that you are giving it a chance to exist. Give it oxygen so that it can pass. It depends as well if you want to do this in a journal, but writing all of that down and then writing down all the things that scare you about getting older. So very similar to what we did at the start of the episode. Tip number two is to try to embrace getting older. And this is ultimately just acceptance. It is accepting that, you know, it is part of life. And I feel like this episode is almost like a form of acceptance, a form of making peace with it, if you will. And it's also accepting the good and the bad. It is knowing that both pain and joy is a part of aging, is a part of getting older. And while there are so many losses in aging, there are so many good things and blessings that come from it as well. And having the gift of having a beautiful long life. Tip number three is to fuck the timelines. (laughs) Who made those up? Society, maybe even our family, any kind of external forces. But every single time they come up, I need you to remind yourself it's bullshit. The timelines aren't real. The timelines don't fucking matter. You are exactly where you need to be in this moment. And yes, I'm telling myself this. We aren't all meant to live the same life. That would be kind of boring. We're not meant to be on the same path, the same journey. We are all on our own journey and that's all that matters. It also looks like letting go of the expectations you had for yourself because they are not productive. And I think for me, I can reconcile that now. I can look at my life and think, I did think it would look like this and I thought I might have X, Y, Z, but I don't. And I just have to let that go and have to know that I'm on my own path and this is where I'm at right now and it's the right place for me. And that leads me to tip number four, which is staying in the present. 
stay in the now. And we do this by practicing mindfulness. And mindfulness can be practiced a few ways, whether it's meditating, journaling, breathing. It's just choosing to live in today. I'm recording this episode on the 7th of March. I'm just focusing on the 7th of March today. I'm not thinking about 30 years from now. I'm not thinking about 40 years from now. I'm staying in today. I'm not living in the past. I'm not living in the future, but right here in the moment. And I think one thing that I always have come up is little Franklin. He is my, the love of my life. And I always think to myself, fuck, like I know he's not going to live forever, but I have to catch myself and say, Adele, he's with you right now. He's here right now. Focus on today. Enjoy the moment today. Have the extra cuddles today and just live in right now and enjoy it while you have it. And the same can be applied to the rest of our life. Tip number five is to do the things you want to do now, because tomorrow is never, ever guaranteed for anyone. And if there are things that you want to do or a life that you want to live, don't wait. Don't wait for time. The time to do that is now. And I think one thing that I'm looking forward to is I'll be going to Europe, hopefully, well, not hopefully, I book flights. I'll be going to Europe in August and we actually are going as a family, mum, dad and I. Carla's not coming. She doesn't want to come, but it's my cousin's wedding. And we were like humming and ahhing about if we should go for a while. And then last Friday, we just bit the bullet because you know, how often are we all going to be alive and well and healthy to go on like a bit of a Europe trip together and make some memories and have some things to look forward to or things to think about for the rest of our lives. So do the things you want to do now. Obviously with that example, travel is expensive. I know that, but for some context, none of us have gone overseas since pre-COVID, like one or two years before COVID. And so it's time to start enjoying life and not just be so serious all the time and working all the time and working. What's that saying? It's like, I don't want to live to work. I want to work to live. That's the kind of energy I am vibing. And then tip number six is to practice gratitude. And I always say this, let the uncomfortable stuff come up first and then practice gratitude. Choose to focus on what you do have. One of the quotes that I read and I loved and I want to read out is this. Think of your age as an accomplishment, not as a liability. Because it's true. Every year that we get older is an accomplishment. It really, truly is. And then tip number six is to find joy in all the little things. You guys would see the little things like make up my life. And I don't think I'll ever stop doing that. Whether it is exercise that you love, a hobby for your inner child, staying connected with your friends, the coffee cup that you have. All of those little things that spark joy really do matter. I can't stress that enough. And so I think if you can try to put multiple little pockets of joy in your day, that will start to help you live a happier life. I've also got another quote from a research article, and I think they summed it up perfectly. They said, a happy life is made up of a high frequency of positive events, and even small positive experiences can and will make a difference. So again, it's a bit like the manifesting, the lucky girl syndrome. The more good things you do for yourself, the more good you will feel. And then tip number eight is to look after your health. There's a saying, health is wealth. And that is not a lie. I went to a 
breakfast or lunch on Friday last week for International Women's Day. And I was sitting beside my broker and we were just talking about aging and this topic and things like that. And she said to me, you can have all the money in the world. You could have all the money in the world, but if you are too sick to enjoy it, it's worthless. And it's true. It's looking after your sleep. It's looking after your stress levels. It's staying physically active. It's looking after your mental health. It's actually going to the doctor. It's looking after the basics and doing what you can to help yourself age well. Tip number nine is to practice compassion always and know and remind yourself that you are always doing your best. And then if you do learn or you do realize there is a better way to do something or a better way to treat yourself, then do better once you learn that. And reminding yourself that your best is always enough, speaking to yourself kindly and treating yourself like you would treat a best friend, especially while you're going through hard patches like this. And then tip number 10 is to get help if you are struggling with this. And I think we always hear the term midlife crisis. I heard it a lot in like my younger, I don't know, 20s. And I think midlife crisis, is it a midlife crisis or is it just people not knowing how to deal with aging? Is it people not knowing that you can get help for it if you need? It is a hard thing to process. It's a hard thing to go through. And so if you are struggling with it and it's a continued struggle and something that is bothering you, you can get extra help and support if you need. And so on that, let's take a nice deep breath together. It was a heavy episode, but it was a good episode. I'm going to wrap it here. And I just want to say thank you for joining me. If you need to come back and listen to this, please do. It will always be here for you. If you have someone in your life that is struggling a little bit with it, tell them to come and listen to this episode. Getting old is not something that we have to fear or struggle with. We can work through it in a healthy and productive way. But guys, join our Facebook group if you haven't. Please follow us on Instagram. We are your safe space pod everywhere. Follow me. It's Adele Marie. And if you like this episode, as I said, tell someone about it. Share it on your story. Leave us a review on Apple. Leave us a rating on Spotify. And have the best week. I hope something amazing happens to you. I'll see you next time. Thank you again to Elite 11 for making this episode of Your Safe Space possible. You can shop Elite 11 now at Elite11Sporting.com or by downloading their app.